and welcome back to Perspectives with Lissette and Martina. That is Lissette. I'm going to start with her this time. That is Lissette. Hi. I'm Martina. And yeah, welcome back. Um, this is our channel here. If uh, Before we get into today's episode, um, we are talking about men hating women and why why do men hate women? So if you have not watched the very first episode or listened to the first episode, we recommend that you go back and do that. Kind of gives you a little opening as to why we wanted to do this series and some of our research and thought process behind it. So it'd be good for you to kind of, you know, know that as we're going through the next few episodes or so and uh, subscribe if you have not as well. You can find us on a number of locations from Facebook to Instagram. Uh, we're on iTunes and Spotify as well. So mm -hmm. Just have to do that plug there. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> but yeah, so today's episode, we're going to spend some time talking about what does it mean when we say default to male? I think that's kind of what we say, like default to yeah. male, you know, um, because if you have been listening to this series or listen to our first episode, you know, we are talking a lot about women being invisible and of course, how does that fall into like how does that roll into women or into men hating women and we are reading this book uh that we touched on earlier this uh, as well and we'll also link to it um down below um but really in this book it's uh the invisible invisible women it talks about or really i think kind of you and i put this like Lisette, like it defaults to men and what that means is that like generally, just without even thinking, or sometimes thinking about it, yes, everything in this world defaults back to men. We mm -hmm. think of um, history as one. <laughs> um, you know, it's just like, so it's just like these different areas where it's kind of inescapable because when you look at oftentimes when people are referring to like alderman, it may not be a man. It could be a woman, um, you know, when also I think another one that was touched on in that book is what they were talking about languages, how, yeah. you know, particularly I think for the romantic languages, he and her is distinguished anyway by the type of pronouns that you use and the way that yeah. the ending of the word is. Um, but if you don't have that in your language, normally the default is about, when we talking about a group of people, it still could be referring back to men. Yes. That's what we're going to spend a little time getting into today. Um, so I turn it over to you to. Because um, yeah, yeah. I think um, as you were talking, it I you talked about the language as a Spanish speaker. Um, it happens quite a bit. Like everything defaults uh, to me. Like you could be talk. I think in the book it talks about. I think the example that she gave was, you know, you can have, you know, these women professors who are having, a, who are together and you refer to them in Spanish as, you know, las profesoras. Uh, but the minute a, a, a man comes into that and, you know, a male professor comes in, it becomes like, oh, los profesores. So it's like you automatically, it could just be one, one man. One man, that's true. One man could come in and it changes they all have to become the the default 
male version of the word. Like you just, and I think that that is sort of a, an example of what it, it really means, right? Like I was talking about this default male mentality uh, that society has taken and I actually have the book and, and, I, and it opens the introduction, you know, which actually is called the default male. Um, you know, she, she starts off with saying, seeing men as the human default is fundamental to the structure of human society, which then in turn is like, she also says it's an old habit and it runs deep. Um, and, you know, if you, if you happen to read the book, um, you know, it, it goes to showcase even like the, the thought of like human evolution and how the default kind of thinking of male uh, has impacted that. And in the pre in last week's episode, we, we talked about like how it's, it's so dominant. It's so like, you know, this idea that the, the male is, is intrinsic and in how women have become in, invisible by design. Um, it's very true because I think about like one of the things this book, you know, and just in general, this research made me think about is when you think about what men were doing and you go into like caves, men times and like all these things you know it's the, you know the men that were that always are highlighted you know they were the hunter you know they did all these things and you don't hear a lot about what women were doing at the time but the woman what what was the woman doing when the man was gone right. taking care of whether it's the their family the village whatever like they were taking care of everything else they were making sure that the men had something to come back to. And I was like, I want to know more about what the women were doing because I know the men were just hunting. Right. That's all we know. They hunting. They were hunting. But who was they- frying it up? But who was making sure that the, the children were being taken care of, that, you know, other people in the camp, whatever they were at, like, what was what were they doing? Mm-hmm. Were they... F- were they growing things? Were they farming? Were they like fixing the the home? Like, what were they doing? Like, if something went wrong, they had to figure things out, right? Like, they so it was like I'm more anxious. Like, it made me think of like now I want to know the women's version of, of everything. Yeah, like what what did they do? What is like yeah. of everything. Like, I want to know from like the beginning of like what was going on with the women. What were they doing? Um, because we've gotten history has been told by a male perspective and for the most part, a white male perspective, not for the most part, I think all around is the male, the white male, (laughs) even the ones that want to talk about other cultures. Yes. There's a white man talking about a culture that has nothing to do with you. Nothing, nothing at all. So in this whole, I think, idea of it really spans from the beginning of time. Um, And, you know, I think for me as a Christian, as you know, you all know, I I talk about this openly. um, It's definitely made me think of like, I want to know more about the women in the Bible. I want to go read. And uh, thankfully there's a lot more women 
uh, leaders in in sort of in Christianity and in, in churches and women who are starting to really kind of talk about this. There's a book that says uh, Jesus is a feminist. And he's like, I, I still haven't finished it. I'm gonna finish it. It's on my on my to do list to read. But now I'm like, oh, now I want to finish it because I want to reference it now as we're doing the series, these conversations. Because uh, I definitely, I think there's a lot to be said about, you know, just religion and women, and that's a whole other conversation to be had. Um, but you go back to sort of the stories in the Bible and who's highlighted, it's usually the males. You have sprinkled some some stories in there from the women's perspective, but because, you know, the, the Bible was written by man, um, it's going to have mostly a male perspective uh by default because as we see even from the beginning of time it just runs deep um to have this seeing men as you know the fundamentals as sort of the the basis for for just humanity and it's like no 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 (laughs) there's two of us here (laughs) there's the male and the female like uh it was there from the beginning of time (laughs) like you can't You can't uh, shake that off and just be like, oh, no, it's just a male. Like, no, we're over here, too. Like, you just chose to ignore this whole other half. But, but yeah, I'll let you kind of respond. My mind's deep in thought. I got a lot of things running around in it right now because I'm like, I guess a part of me has always wanted to know more about why do men behave the way that they do and I know that's a lot of psychology that's in that too which we you know not going to get into it from that perspective but I guess in a way like I guess men can continuously just dismiss women and I think it really comes down to like why why are you often so dismissive and I know you know of course it's dominance it's control um, hate it's it's a number of things, but I always it just always like baffles me to like what is wrong with acknowledging that women have done great things, they are doing great things. You know, again in this book, it talks about things from a lot of different perspectives. It's talking even about like um, great composers. Who all of us, if we think about the great composers, we're ever going to most think of the the well known male composers. And even myself, even after I have read this book, I said, you might can get to it or know it fast and I can, but they name off a, a bunch yeah. of women composers during the same time as some of these well-known male composers and how, and I may not get this 100% right, but apparently a canon in, I guess, classical music is supposed to be, I guess, uh, a foundation or so like uh, some of the greatest music ever written in classical music and yeah. most of the canons are men but how uh, some of those canons were written by women and it's but you don't hear about women when you when you hear about some of this great classical music and to me i'm thinking like what is wrong with giving anybody i think but in, in this case women yeah. their acknowledgement I, I guess you know that's kind of where my head is going like what like, why is that? I mean, I, you know, of course, you know, as we're saying, you know, we got the patriarchy, we got capitalism, we got the way that it's always been, you know, it runs deep. But I guess to me, it just always look to me, I don't know, it's just, 
that's what I meant. I'm really just thinking like, what is wrong? And you know, black people say this in a minute, like we wanna give people their flowers now. What is wrong with giving women their flowers and the respect that they deserve, whether it's at a professional level, it's at whether it's a, a stay-at-home mom, a caretaker, whatever, it's an executive. Like what is so wrong with women also sharing the spotlight? Cause the thing is with women, we don't, we're not trying to like, we don't want to tell you what to do. Like we don't, that's not really, I would say for me, I, I guess speaking from my, my frame of mind and women that I know in my life, we just trying to make it from day to day, like everybody else, you know, we may want to get that promotion. We may want to get this house or live here or travel there, but so does everybody. And it's like, we're just trying to get through it like everybody else. And it's really a shame that we have all these obstacles, obstacles, obs I can't say that word, but y'all know what I'm saying. Yes. yes, that are just in the way of just like basic things for women. Yeah. And it's always been that way. And it's just almost, it's almost like, you know, men, we need y'all to help speak mm. up for things. We really do. Because, you know, when you want to speak up about something, you open your mouth in. But I think when it comes to, just, you know, just like, you know, people of color are, we need whites to show up for us because, hell, you caused the damage. So come on over here. You come on and work with us. And it's the same thing with this. Men, you have caused the damage. So come over here and work with us. You need to help fix it. And it's so many men don't, and they don't see a problem. Like it's just, they don't even see a problem at all. It's, you know, and again, it's just like these blinders on. So that's kind of like what's going on in my head right now. It's like, that, like that's what I'm thinking. I think you bring up an interesting point because there is that question of like, why are we as women invisible? Why are we not taken into consideration? Why aren't the males, you know, using their male privilege to help responsible, you know, yeah, help responsible or being allies mm -hmm. to women in, in spaces. And I think it goes back to the world, you know, being designed for them. They don't see a need because they have never had to. You know, they, they, you know, they never had to be like, oh, that's not my concern. I think it go back to what you were talking about. You know, people of color are, are asking white people to be, hey, like, there's a problem. You need to step up. And they're like, there ain't no problem. Like, what are you talking about? Everything is great. We're all good. Like, racism doesn't exist. I think it's the same thing with um, with men they're like everything's fine y'all are in the workforce y'all have access to the same things we do like y'all have you know you got some rights out here like why why y'all want more why are you, <laughs> why are you like what what more do you need mm -hmm. and there is i think sort of like these blinders because they're it's designed for them to have to not to see it that's why <laughs> we talk about this invisibility of women because it, it has been designed to be that there isn't when we talk about sort of why aren't there the why don't we have statistics why don't we have data because nobody has deemed it important enough nobody cares enough nobody cares to, 
to say like, hey, let's put some money into this. I think one of the things um, that the author talked about and something that I know about a little bit is, you know, when it came to heart disease. Um, in some of the later chapters, she talks about like how it was it's it was thought of to be such a male you know disease like men and it's this like dramatic hollywood heart attack thing that happens and oh my gosh but with women it's so much subtle the symptoms of a heart attack it could come across as you feeling like you're just getting like a bad flu or you know your you know your back might hurt you you know and it's like you might feel nauseous and like there's all these things that are very subtle uh, that can mimic other things and you don't take it seriously. Um, but because there wasn't a lot of research being done into heart disease in women uh, and how it impacts women and all these things, it wasn't, it didn't raise the profile until just maybe, I don't know, less than 20 years ago, maybe I think what was said where it was like, so there it's just like you said, like, it's not important for people to, to see women, even though women are, we're a whole half of the society. Like, and we bring life into this world. That's like, we give birth. I mean, I know not every woman can give birth, but that is one of the primary things a woman's body is aimed to do. Yeah, not everybody, but that's the primary thing. We bring life into the world, yet you have little to no consideration for, <laughs> for women. Yeah. And you know, and I think, uh, I know I shared with you conversation that I had with, with a friend when I, oh, yeah. when I shared with them uh, the title, and I don't remember how we got into this conversation, but we got into the conversation and I said something, I was like, man, you're really not going to like our next uh episodes that we're gonna be coming out with <laughs> you know what I mean? and you know they asked me like why and i was like i just like look all i'm gonna tell is gonna be the title and i'm not gonna go into the nuances of what we're gonna be talking because i want you to listen and mm-hmm. and have the opportunity to react to it um you know first time and all i said was uh you know men hate women and it was an instant sort of that's not true that is a lie it's the other way around it's women hate men and i was like excuse me i was like what makes you think that like i and i wasn't prepared to get into a conversation like if y'all been following y'all know i'm an introvert and sometimes i just need a little bit of time to get my gather my thoughts uh and i was in the middle of just kind of reading the book and like all these things but the the fact that the the reaction was so strong mm-hmm. of like, there is no way that that is true. Like that is, that is false. It's the other way around. Just made me realize how important it was for people to see and, and hear about this. Like, no, like, and I, and I was, cause we got into this whole thing of like, cause I said like the world is designed for you. Like, do you not Amen. see, see that? And then he came back with like, well, who, well, of course, who designed it? I was like, and that's what I was like, you know what? I'm not going to have this conversation right now. I'm not, I'm not, we're not going to embark on this. And I think that is part of the problem that men for the most part are like, 
well, you know, the you know, we were the ones that have designed it. We were the ones that were engineers. We were the ones that were in construction. We're the ones that, you know, this I'm like, because women were designated to be this. Mm-hmm. We weren't told that we could be engineers or we could be scientists, that we can be, you know, astronauts, that we can be doctors. Like we weren't told these things. Mm-hmm. We were told and the education systems and everything when they were being put together were designed for women to go into like, well, we're going to teach them home ec. I was going to say home ec, that damn home ec. (laughs) You know, we're going to teach them to like, you know, knit and sew and all these things that were regulated to women. But it's like, those are life skills. Like, I'm sorry, cooking, cleaning, all the things that like, those are just life skills. Some of us want to have those life skills. Other of us are like, you know what? We live in a day and age where we can have things delivered to us or we can get people to, you know, clean our like yep. house. Like, there's all these things, but it's like, those are basic life skills. Like how we all should be learning how to cook and bake and sew and clean and do laundry and all those. Like yep. we should all have the basic knowledge of that. Um, everything else is something that, we can be taught that both men and women can be taught. And I think that's that whole idea, that default male of like, no, but that's a male industry. Like that's what men should be doing. Um, or that's just, you know, that's just the way men are. Men are built, are, are built to like be in construction. Women are not. I was like, you don't know that. Like you are basic know. enough of your thing because you haven't seen women in construction but there could be. There probably are. There I don't know any, yeah. but I know there are. They're out there, and they want to like. Uh, and the whole idea of like, well, why? I remember one of the things that I had. My friend was like, well, why aren't women in, in like STEM positions? I was like, they because are. they. I'm like, because, but it not in like large numbers. He was just saying like, well, okay, why? Yes. More? Okay. And I was like, because it isn't until recently that there's been a push for women to be told that they can be in those fields. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna take time like because none of us were exposed i mean our education system needs a whole Euro, the united like, states the whole of the whole other topic oh, lord yeah but i mean oh, lord, yeah. we weren't it isn't a, i mean probably i think within the last 10 years i've seen so many more uh like stem programs geared towards young girls and young women you know and and, and really like starting them younger i was like mm-hmm. But that wasn't there 20, 30 years ago. It's not encouraging like, that. We're behind on a lot of these things because everything, those kind of industries, those kind of careers, things, they were all geared towards men. Girls were like, oh, go be a nurse. Go be a teacher. Go be a librarian. Right. You know, like there's all these like things that women were were told they should be doing. And I think again this default male mentality has men now thinking like well that's what you should be doing like that's your role like i don't you know why do you think that we hate you and i was like because either consciously or subconsciously you kind of do you kind of do yeah i was like you kind of do and you're and you're just not realizing it because even the design of a phone of our cell phones 
are from a male perspective. It's like, oh, you know, for the most part, I think the book even goes into it. Like for the most part, women have smaller hands. And I remember when the phones a were smaller. I love the smaller sort of like you know I I'm an Android. I'm a Samsung uh, person over here. My co-host over here is not an Apple person, and it's fine. That's how we coexist. We coexist. We can coexist. But I remember liking the smaller phones, mm-hmm. and I hated when the bigger phones started, and they re- yeah. and they become the default. They have become the default thing, and, and nobody is kind of. And even if you get a smaller phone, like if you do, you know they're they're not as well made. They don't have the same like process. There's all these things that aren't. But it's because who is designing these? Who is being like? Who is the intent intended audience for these phones? It's men. It's not women because bigger is better, you know, and that's a mentality that's definitely a male mentality. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, no, I want a phone. Like, my mom does not want any new phones because they're just, she's like, they're too big. They are gigantic nowadays. They're huge. Even, even iPhones. I mean, they have, I'll come back to this, but they did have a smaller one that they have brought back, but most of them are just getting bigger and bigger. But the, the, but even the smaller one they bring back, it's not at the same processing speed. Some of the things aren't as good as the bigger phones. Like the camera might not be as good. The things like things that you kind of buy your phone for to like use, and you know, like they're not there. And and I think that that's important to notate that even the the design of things defaults to male. You know, and there's some great examples about, you know, like the phone being one of them. But one of them that caught my attention was around the bathrooms. Oh, yeah. Use your bathroom. <laughs> I think I mentioned a little bit about it in, in last week's episode. But it was like uh, talking about how like, oh, they want to have like equal access to bathrooms or something like that. Sort of the mentality when they're designing it. But without realizing that with men you can have multiple urinals you know that don't take up a lot of space but with women you have to have stalls so they take up more space and i was like i remember having one of those like aha moments of like huh i was like i never thought about the inequality when it comes to bathrooms and how there's always long lines and i'm like but why don't they just why don't they just make the women's bathrooms bigger well, because of course, how could you do that? How can women have more bathrooms than men? Like it has to be equal access. And I'm like, and there's that, that whole mentality of like, no, there's more women. It's not that there's more women. It's just that you can only have stalls for women. Like What's you can yeah. so, so of course it's going to take more space, just make them bigger. And it made me think about um, an office design that was happening and in this office is primarily there's a lot more women than men in this office and when they got into like the bathrooms and they saw the bathrooms they saw there's only three stalls in the women's bathroom this in the book no 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 this is me there's a story there's my story because i know of an office that's like this they were designing they were designing the office like from from a blank slate Okay. They're designing the office from the blank slate. And at the end of it, 
there was only three stalls for women, even though the office is primarily women. Like there's more women than men. Uh, (laughs) And they reminded me of that story. Like when I was reading that part of the bathrooms, I was like, I was like, maybe I'm like, probably a man was in charge of designing this. That's because that's, that's and, I was, and I was like, and that was it. Like, it was the bathroom was like, and I didn't hear. I don't know what the the male's bathroom is designed or what the situation is, but like, it was just like hearing about like how women were like, well, there's only three styles, but there's like, I mean, you're talking about maybe like thirty women in this office or something like that, whereas you know predominantly women who are in this office. Oh I was God. like, and it's like. I was like, that is so interesting. Like to have to have the ability to design from a from a blank slate, and you choose to just have three stalls for women and see no issues with it. Like I didn't like when you know when I was hearing the story the first time and it was before I obviously read the book or anything. But now it just it just brought that back to mind of like, yep. When you think about designing definitely people are not thinking about women and what and what they need um and because i was like i bet you anything the lighting is terrible uh you know like to think and if y'all only had three bathrooms then i'm i'm concerned about everything else too uh, three bathrooms and i do like i also know that and this i think comes again to design being default male and who probably was designing this was a male or, or if there was a woman, there's a woman who maybe never had kids mm-hmm. because there was no, in the design, there was no thought about women who were having kids and would need a place to um, go in, you know, and, and pump. Pump, yeah. There was no room that, I, I was told, came after the fact. Like they had to then put it, it was already designed, everything, and they were like, well, there's no room for the women who who've had you know who recently had babies they need a place to pump they need a private place ideally with a door that locks um and you know that has you know privacies like you can't all of that came after the fact um that you know that was what i was told and i was like and it just made me think like that portion of the book and just thinking about design like it made me think like yeah people aren't thinking about the and different state. That's where men would be like, but you want to be equal though. Mm-hmm. I was like, why? Oh, and why? And this is what makes me so upset because I'm like, why can't you think about us? Exactly. Like, what? Why? Like, why? Why, do, so why this sort of not having consideration for women for the different stages that women go through? you know, and the different, you know, life kind of opportunities that come our way, whether it's having kids, thinking about, you know, being caretakers, like this whole thing that comes to thinking about design of, of the world and then just the default maleness of it does, why can't you just take us into consideration? Like, fine, if you want, if you want to go with the argument that like, well, we're the ones that are designing it, we're the ones, then you're being a jerk for not thinking about me. Yeah. You said it better, but you know me. I know you. <laughs> but you know, it, it's true in instance because there are a lot of instances where they talk about things as it relates to work and, and like the design. You know, there was an instance, I think it was 
the woman who wrote Lean In, you know, she talked about her experience at Google, where it wasn't until she was pregnant in this like hundred space parking lot. Yeah. There was no parking for women who are pregnant and which is normally had been fine because she was not pregnant. She hadn't thought about it. But when you're pregnant, your body's going through so many changes. Your feet might hurt every day. Your back hurts, whatever situation may be. And she's having to park so far away just to come into work. And she literally had to go to, I think it was one of the creators of, of Google and was like, we need parking for pregnant women. And he like immediately got on it. But if she wouldn't have said anything, would this have ever changed? And I think it also mentions in the book that's like offices who want to have these modern, sleek designs don't always take into effect women either. Because I think they're talking about see-through mm. stairs. Yes. Women have to walk up these stairs and may have a dress on or a skirt on. I never thought just, about that. I It never crossed my mind. It never crossed my mind until I was like, that's so true. Like these small things that are not really small, but they can make a big difference. It's a default to the male. Default to the male. It's like, oh, well, you know what? You're so right. Clear, clear stairs may not work um, because you wear a dress. Clear floors. I've seen clear floors in some places. And never, I never. Like, it's, you know, and it's so interesting that it's like for a world that doesn't think much about women, they surely will charge and tax the hell out of us for these things. I mean, we've all heard of like, the pink tax charge because you have a menstrual cycle when that's really just another that happens. It's, just, it's life it's life it's gonna happen i have no choice in it you don't have a choice you know but we're gonna charge you more money just because that because we can we have no one enforcing us and telling that we shouldn't or that we don't have to so we're just gonna do it female deodorant female razors Anything really geared towards women, we're paying more for it. I, I, st- <laughs> I stopped like buying. Like, if if I ever need to buy a razor, like I'm like, no, I'm not buying a. Fem- I'm not buying one that's geared towards female because the male one does the exact same thing, and it's cheaper. So, yep, whatever. But again, it goes back to this idea that you get punished kind of for being a woman in this society. Like you get penalized and it's seen, whether it's the taxes, whether it's just prices being higher, whether it's just the design of our, you know, communities, the transportation, you know, things aren't being, you know, thought of for women. And it just defaults again to this male thing. And And because everything defaults to male and, you know, whether it's, the design, whether it's just um, the convenience for, for men to, you know, go about their, their lives. That, that to me is what, what kind of goes into this subtle hate towards women. Because the minute we bring up an issue, right? The minute women are like, Hey, this isn't working for us. Like this isn't, this isn't designed for us. This isn't helping us. It's making it harder for us because of now inconvenience a man or it may inconvenience a man, but nobody really knows if it will or not because nobody's really actually putting thought into how do we change this? Just the mere thought of it is like, Oh, women 
always have to be being an issue, always being a problem. I was like, we wouldn't be having this problem if you had thought about us in the first place. Exactly. So you took the words right out of my mouth. And it's, that's why I was like, men get so bent out of shape. I'm like, what are you been out of shape for? Like, and I, well, you know, and it's a part of this whole discussion because they're so blinded that the world is created for them by them that they can't see anything else. Everything else is for anybody else's inconvenience. Because mm-hmm. they live in this bubble of everything being readily available or way, well, why can't I do that? And well, she gets to do that. Why can't, Lord have mercy. It's almost sometimes like dealing with an eight-year-old. <laughs> Just like, grow up, shit. You want to be a grown man so bad. Like, grow up. <laughs> oh, Do it. Just be a grown man. <laughs> Just be a grown man. Like, it's, it's okay. But it, it is. It's, and, I, and again, like, to go back to sort of making that connection of like that, you know, men hate women, you know, whether you are overt about it, but I think these are subtle ways, like a simple thing of like not being thought of to make sure that there's rooms where women can go and, and, you know, and pump, you know, after they come back from maternity leave, even the, the idea of having maternity leave and have it paid, that we don't have that in this country, you know, for a country who values the life of the unborn. So damn bad. (laughs) I mean, the fact that, I mean, just that, I mean, I can't even, I can't, because I'm so heated, I can't even take the words out of my mouth because it's just, it makes me so upset because it's like, you can't even take into consideration what we would need after we bring life into this world because you the only thing that mattered to you as a man because let's be honest a lot of our legislators and who made this these are men for the most part there's not a lot of women out there um all you cared about was making sure that you could control women that's it. Like that was, that's your intent. Um, and then the women who vote against their own interests, they are so lost in this male patriarchy. They are so lost in it. Then they're just so ingrained into thinking that they are less than that. They will vote against their own interest into things that will benefit them that will benefit the the women in their lives whether it's daughters nieces friends moms like that is not women supporting women you know and it's but you know it goes back to this idea that there is this subtle hate towards women towards being a woman so there's women out there who may not love being a woman because because of, yeah, how the world is set up, the design, yeah. every damn thing. That is so true. you you try to like seek that male, you know, approval, you know, and I think it, I mean, we've talked about this in the context of uh, race and ethnicity of like wanting that proximity to whiteness because there's privileges that come to having that proximity. I think the same could be said about having that proximity to the maleness in our society and sort of this thing by women who are like, they're, 
there are maybe some, I don't know what this privilege is. I, I'm not seeking no proximity to maleness. If you know something, if you're listening and you've heard about this and there, maybe there's something out here that we haven't seen, if there's some studies or papers or something around this proximity to like maleness or whatever, like, let me know. Cause I'm not, I'm not seeking it. I don't I'm, want it. Yeah. And it's, to me, it sounds strange. I'm going to just say it. It sounds strange because now for people of color who might be seeking proximity to whiteness, that to me, I could seize the advantages, unfortunately, if those advantages work for you. But I see what you're saying. A woman might could see the advantages of that with a man or that proximity, but I, I just don't think men even thinking about them. Like they don't, because the thing no, is- I think, I think this is the, I think this is a woman who wants to be accepted into whatever mm-hmm. industry they're in and that they kind of will- compromise or vote against oh in terms yeah in terms of politicians yeah okay okay i was talking about just women in general no 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 i was like more of like politicians maybe i still think they'll probably never respect you or see you as one of as one of them but i can i can get that i yeah, I'm thinking more of like the political realm because that's really where we see a lot of that happen. Where you're like, how can you as a woman support that? Like, mm-mm. like I just nothing to me, nothing explains it. Whether it's a proximity to something, whether it's it just because you're again, you're taking away a choice for the women in your life who want it, who may want it. You might not want it. You may you, not right. But don't take that away from someone who wants to have that choice. And it's, you know, yeah. for me, I think one of the biggest things is like for women who have voted against abortions, if a woman has been raped, like, so basically you voted with the men, because most of it's primary men who are saying, saying this, like, I don't care what happened to you. You can't get an abortion. Um, but I think particularly for women, because women can know what it's like to carry a child and to be pregnant, even if you don't have children, um, you can still know what that's like. So you're basically saying, even if a woman has been, has gone through one of the most traumatic things in her life, you wouldn't support an abortion. Hmm. That's all I'm going to say on that. But I think it just brings a whole other topic to explore, I think, in the future, of you know the the choices and and then the decisions that women make because of this society and this world that really has made us have to look through a male lens and have to think through that that default uh kind of male that this episode is is kind of talking about um so i think it's something that we can definitely explore more in the future uh, uh around this because there's definitely a lot more to be said about uh the default male in our in our society and and what it it continues to look like um so if you have any thoughts you are our listeners and our and our followers uh you have any thoughts about this let us know reach out to us we'd love to hear from you love to kind of know what your thoughts are whether you agree with us or not like please let us know and you know we we definitely want to have uh, continue having an open conversation uh around this if you are a male and you listen to this uh, let us know what you think, you know, what, what, did you learn anything new? Did you, 
think about anything differently um and if not like why not what you know you know let you know let us know we we we, we're definitely a judgment-free zone where we're not out here to uh put anyone on blast but we definitely want to have that conversation uh but you know we'll we'll be back with some more uh conversations around men hate women uh and and what that looks like from from our perspectives and from what we've kind of uh gleaned from this book invisible women that we're both reading and wanted to share with you all so please tune in next time yeah bye